In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is a pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a really fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It's going to be terrific. I do want to take just a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I'll do this every single week. There's a quote by business philosopher Jim Rohn that really speaks to me uh, because I see a lot of unhappiness for people in their careers and life in general. And the quote is simply this, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. I think that says a lot because so many people tend to follow or allow life to happen to them rather than really going for their dreams. So let me ask you this. What is it that you wish you could do in life that you haven't done yet? Then ask yourself why you haven't done it yet. You don't need anyone else's permission to succeed. When we reach the end of our lives, we aren't going to wish that we spent more time at the office. We aren't going to say, let's do that hour-long commute to and from work one more time just for fun. We're not going to do that. So remember, if you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's plan. And guess what they have planned for you? Not much. With all this in mind, I'd like to introduce my guest. And before I forget, let me give you the call-in number in case you'd like to call in and participate in today's discussion. That number is 866-404-6519. Once again, that's 866-404-6519. My guest this week is John Petrie. Let me tell you a little bit about him. John Petrie is a board-certified developmental alphabioticist master level Reiki practitioner, personal performance coach, life coach, beautiful image facial and body sculpting specialist, multiple modality therapist, and an expert in helping individuals, teams, and organizations achieve peak performance by mastering stress. With over 35 years of business experience in all size organizations from small nonprofits to Fortune 1000 companies, John focuses on mastering stress, coaching, meditation, team building, interpersonal skills training, and self-empowerment programs. Over the last few years, he has helped hundreds of overly stressed, excessively tense individuals come back into a profound state of balance. He also facilitates 21 Days of Peace, which is a self-empowerment workshop, as well as couples workshops, and numerous personal growth and spiritual workshops as well. We will discuss all of this and much more during today's show. With all of this in mind, let me bring on my guest, John Petrie. John, are you there? I am here. Fantastic. Well, welcome to Success Profiles Radio. It's a pleasure to have you here. Well, I am excited to be here. Thank you so much, Brian. I uh, am really passionate about helping folks with uh, stress or, more importantly, to reduce their stress and to live happier, healthier lives. That's perfect, and we will definitely be talking about a lot of that 
during this show. What I'd like to do is wind the clock back a ways. I do this with every single guest at the beginning of the show. Let's talk a little bit about your background. Whatever, I mean, what happened to you before you were doing, I mean, what were you doing before your, your current occupation? Well, you know, uh, Brian, in today's economic client, uh, climate, I've reinvented myself many times over the years. Uh, I grew up in a family business back in uh, uh, Michigan in the Detroit area. We had three retail bicycle stores. So I started working in the bike shops when I was about 12 years old. And uh, after going to college at Western Michigan University and the University of Detroit, studied business, uh, 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 business and psychology, I helped run those three retail bicycle stores for about 18 years and moved out here to Phoenix uh, about 20 years ago uh, when I was reinventing myself. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So you had some pretty uh, important uh, uh, occupations or, or positions in this company. It was a family-run business. What were they asking you to do? Well, you know, what I... Uh, what I focused on was actually the training aspect, have, helping people to perform at higher levels. I was always interested in what made people tick and how to get them to uh, be uh, happier in what they do and to uh, be more productive employees. And not really just about motivating people, but really helping them to be inspired uh, so that they would see how what I was asking them to do would help them get what they wanted to do. So they were inspired to get on the same page, same team, so to speak. So uh, I, I also uh, oversaw the advertising and marketing for the stores and uh, the training as well. And uh, it's, uh, it, it was really a great thing. My family still has two, two of the bicycle stores back in Michigan. And when I left there, I came out here. I was a national sales manager for a small sewing company uh, in town that made bicycle cases, travel cases to take the bikes on airplanes, mm -hmm. as well as the little bags, the seat bags, handlebar bags, and pannier bags for bicycles. And did that for uh, about three years. And mm -hmm. then I ended up in the dot-com industry uh, in inside sales and uh, worked with uh, a couple different dot-coms that were startups, and each time we got to the point where we were ready to go public, uh, it seemed like the venture capital dried up, and then when the dot-com uh, crash happened, then uh, I had to reinvent myself all over again. And I looked at, took stock of what made me happy, what I would like to do, what I was focusing on, and in one way or another, for the last 20 years, I've been focused on stress and stress reduction and helping people perform at higher levels, and so... We got started in uh, a friend of mine and I, we started a, a stress reduction, corporate stress reduction uh, organization. And mm. that's kind of where I was for, uh, for a year or so until 9-11 kind of put us out of business. <laughs> wow. So would, you, would it be fair to say that reinventing yourself often is a, a way to keep things fresh? Oh, absolutely. I mean, always. Or was it out of necessity? Well, it was both, really. Uh, when 9-11 happened, we had just landed a, uh, a deal, a pilot program, if you will, with one of the large airlines here based in Phoenix, and uh, we were going to do a pilot program uh, that was about a $100,000 pilot, not with pilots, with reservation takers and things like that, but to prove the effic efficacy of what we would do. And uh, then it was literally a multi-million dollar rollout, and when 9-11 happened, that uh, that 
forced us in a different direction. And so that is really when I started looking at uh, the alphabetics about balancing the brain, balancing the body, because those were things that I needed to do. So what I learned along the way, I applied my own life and then shared with others to help them to perform at higher levels. Wow. That's, that's really great. Because I think if you, if you have the opportunity to reinvent yourself, that's great. But I'll tell you what, you have to be resilient, especially in this economy when things can change at the drop of a hat. So let me ask you, in, um, in your experience uh, with developing training and sales and marketing campaigns, what did you find helped people perform well? What environment did you have to create to make that happen? Well, one of the things is that they, you really have to help, help them to understand from a coaching standpoint is, well, the, the first thing is to understand where, what they wanted is to, uh, what were their goals? What were they looking to accomplish? Why were they even working in that job? And, you know, was it out of necessity and they just needed the money or was it a step to something else? And to then to share with them what our goals were and to get on a pa- the same page so that they could see that helping me get what we wanted from the corporate standpoint would help them get what they wanted, whether that was experience or whether that was advancement in the company, uh, or, or just a reference. It, it, it really depended on what they wanted. So getting it, the, the whole thing with Stephen Covey's work, you know, seek first to understand and then to be understood, is to understand where someone is coming from because employees, coworkers, those are your vote, most valuable assets. It isn't just the company and the products you sell. It's the service that you offer, but it's your people that are out there on the front line, whether it's on the phone or in the field, that make it happen. Hmm. That's definitely true. And I think a lot of companies uh, fail to see the importance of keeping their front line encouraged. I mean, they may, they may say, yeah, we, we definitely you know, may need to make sure that everyone's motivated. But really, it's, it's in what you do for them and how you make them feel that really uh, helps them to perform at a high level. You know, you know, your Jim Rohn. So let me ask you this, and this is probably, yes. No, I was just going to say uh, the, the quote that you said earlier about, you know, kind of living your own dream. One of the things that, that I've realized is that you can't be, you know, alive, awake, and aware and living your own dream if you're asleep mm-hmm. someone else's dream. Right. And so finding out what your dream is and then putting that into action. And lots of times there's little steps along the way. And for many times, whether it's employees or coworkers, finding out what their dreams are and what they want to accomplish in life and then not trying to motivate them because motivation is short-lived. I mean, if I motivate right. you today, i got to motivate you tomorrow. But yeah. inspiring them, getting them in the spirit of embracing the goal and making your goal their goal because by getting what you want, they get what they want. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. I love that. I think it really forward-thinking companies are the ones who care about their employees and, and really mean it and do something about it. And I love that. Uh, we just have a very short time before our break. I know that you uh, do work with team building. Uh, we've got like less than a minute left. I mean, we can spill this over onto the other side of the next break. But talk to us just very briefly about what team building means to you. Well, it, it, again, it's getting people on the same page uh, and working together and understanding how they process information because – you know, from a meta-program standpoint, the way the brain processes information is different. There's basically four different types, and 
you have to speak to those people in different ways. So if you have different, not just personality types, but the way people process information and how they do their job and how they accept change or what kind of how they need information presented to them when there is a change. And when you're putting the team together, if you can understand the components of the people on their team, what makes them tick and what gets them inspired, then you can really get outstanding outcomes. But until you do that, you're just kind of uh, trying to uh, push a noodle. (laughs) There you go. And we are up against our first break. We will be right back on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get the competitive edge and take your success to the next level with the Gold Medal Success Show and your host, Forrest Fisher, six-time U.S. National Gold Medalist. Tune in every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central, 6 Pacific, here on the Rockstar Radio Network as Forrest gives you access into the mindset of true champions and helps you apply these success principles to your life and business for immediate results. Each show will feature guest athletes and business experts who have achieved tremendous success and are ready to share their stories of struggle, glory, tragedy, and triumph, revealing tips and strategies Forrest and these guest experts use to propel themselves to world-class success. Many people live their whole lives wanting more. The Gold Medal Success Show will demonstrate that anyone can have a more fulfilling and satisfying life when they put a few basic principles into play. Make every day game day with the Gold Medal Success Show each Thursday morning at 8 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette, at 11, 10 Central on Togginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R, realize it is possible. E, embrace all relationships. A, advance through adversity. D, develop your significance. M, manage your health and wealth. Y, yield to your natural abilities. L, listen to your heart. I, invest in yourself. P, persist by taking small steps. And S, serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Petrie. He is uh, an expert in managing stress and a lot of other things relating to it. So, John, let's spend this segment talking about stress very specifically. We all feel it. We recognize it when it's in our lives. But talk to us about what stress really is. Well, you know, stress is really any 
outside or inside influence that's put upon us that causes a response. So it, it it's very general because stress is different to different people. If you know, it's like I I some people don't like riding on. Uh, Ferris wheels or roller coasters and other people just love it and so what's stressful for one person may not be stressful for another it's all the way it isn't the stressor itself whatever we're perceiving it's how we react or respond to that stress that's the problem and so uh, there's about 1400 different things that happen in the stress response in our mind body system and we're not going to run through all of those (laughs) right no of course not but uh uh, what I found and, and really what drove me to uh, learning alphabetics, which is about balance the brain, balance the body, is that I was, uh, I was meditating every day, half hour to an hour. I was doing yoga every day. I was eating right. I was doing everything I thought that uh, would help me have a happy, healthy life. And three, four, sometimes five times a year for a week at a time, I would end up flat on my back, literally crawling to the bathroom because uh, my lower body wouldn't support the weight of my upper body, and it was just in terrible pain. And I was at a yoga meditation retreat, and uh, a friend of mine that I had known for a while, I I said, how's your meditation, or how's your uh, massage practice going? And she said, I'm not doing that anymore, I'm doing alphabetics, and I had no clue what that was. Is that like a pill you take, you know, (laughs) or Mm -hmm, or what is that? And she says, well, it's really about uh, how stress affects the mind-body system, and this is an interrupt signal that you put into the mind-body system that allows the brain to reboot, rebalance. When you balance the brain, you balance the body. And when she said it, I just knew that it was something that I was missing in my life, and that was the missing piece that... And, I, and then I just had to learn it and share it with others because it helped me. Mm. So I can give you a quick thumbnail as to what happens into the you know in the brain and the body when you're locked in that chronic low level, unrelieved stress state of modern day life and how it sure, affects sure. you. Okay. Yeah. So because what happens is most people really don't get is that uh, we are we adapt and we adapt and we adapt until we can't adapt anymore and then we break down. And so the whole downward spiral of that process is that uh, we're very well adapted to handle acute stress. It has a beginning and an end, like ancient man out on the savanna comes across a saber-toothed tiger, and he fights or runs away, you know, to live another day. Well, what happens in the is there's a beginning and an end to that stressor, and then we fall back into a homeostasis standpoint. Well, we become very well adapted to handle that acute stress that has a beginning and an end, but we are not well adapted to handle the chronic, unrelenting, unrelieved, low-level stress of modern-day life. You know, family, occupation, the economy, are we safe? You know, can I go to a movie theater without getting shot? Those kinds of things. Is that That's the low-level background stress. And what happens over time is that our consciousness, our brain cannot tell the difference between that acute stress and that chronic stress. Hans Selye, the father of stress research, uh, back in the 1920s he got started, is that he concluded that all of life's challenges are a result of unrelieved stress. Now, he didn't say a little bit, he didn't say some, he didn't say most. He said all of life's challenges. Mm. So. Stress impacts us mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, 
financially, in every part of our life. It affects our relationships. It affects uh, premature aging and all number of, uh, of things. So here's what happens in the brain. We're locked in this low-level, uh, unrelieved stress state of modern-day life, and the energy in our brain uh, perceives that as that we are in a constant threat of danger. So the energy in our brain, you can actually see this in an EEG, it, it shifts into a mid-level of brain function. It's called the reptilian brain or the limbic system. And so at a, the reptilian brain is exactly what it says. It's totally focused on survival. It doesn't have easy access to creative thought or our highest brain function. So stress makes us dumber. This is why smart people do dumb things when they're stressed out. So it impairs our mental uh, capability and our decision-making skills. So now, over time, what happens is, is that the energy in the brain actually shifts into its dominant hemisphere. Right brain is more conceptual, intuitive. Left brain is more logical, linear, analytical. Most American people are left brain dominant. But the thing is, is to perform at highest levels, we need whole brain function. We need that creative thought when we, when, when we need it, but we also need to handle the details, okay? So there's a communication process that, that happens between both sides of the brain. And what happens when we're locked in that prolonged stress state is that the energy lateralizes and shuts down communication to the other side of the brain. So it literally makes us a half brain person. So on a physical level, if each side of the brain controls the opposite side of the body. So in this example, left brain dominant like I am, is that I have less energy when I'm in a stress state in my right brain. It controls the left side of the body. Left side of the body becomes testably weaker. The right side becomes excessively tense. The muscles in the low back tighten up, the hip elevates, and now the right leg appears shorter than the left leg. Less than 3% of the time is it structurally shorter. It's just that the muscles are more contracted. So think about this. If the normal state of the muscle is just in a relaxed state and now it's locked in a contracted state, if there's a demand and stress put upon it, the only thing left is for that to spasm or to have seizure. And that's what happened with me several times a year is that even though I was doing all the right things, I was locked in this low-level stress state and my low back would spasm and I would just it would just knock me flat on the floor. And so stress affects us, again, mentally. That mental clarity is impaired. Decision-making skills is reduced. Now, physically, it impairs us. Uh, it creates a biomechanical imbalance with contraction on one side of the body, weakness on the other. About 85% of the time on the short leg side of the body, you have excess tension in the neck and shoulders. And now, literally, stress gives us a pain in the neck, Brian. Mm. <laughs> it's pretty amazing how you can trace all of these physical ailments and illnesses to stress. In fact, the World Health Organization says that 85% of all deaths in the United States, in one way or another, are stress-related. The Center for Disease Control agrees with that, that all major diseases have a stress component. So here we are. We're affected negatively mentally. Uh, now we got physical tension and imbalance in our body. Oh, P.S., by the way, if we got physical tension, there's emotional tension. It's like I got one nerve left and you're pressing on it. 
So yeah. it's real hard to talk about team building or performing at high levels or embracing change when you're locked in survival mode in pain, both mentally, emotionally, and physically. Mm. And then there's even a, a spiritual disconnect, if you will, when you're in survival mode. You can't think about possibilities or helping other people. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so all of that isn't even the bad part, Brian. As bad as that is, that's not even the bad part. The mm. bad part is that when we're locked in that low level of uh, stress is that, and the body reacts in this way, is that we're the whole body, our adrenals are getting burnt out, we're getting high levels of adrenaline and cortisol. Cortisol is called the silent killer. It's a stress hormone. It creates an acidic condition in the body. It wears us down. It wears us out. It sets us up for disease, and we it makes us fatter, dumber, and it kills us prematurely. Wow. That's that's absolutely amazing. I mean, I didn't know most of this. Um, boy, I to, and I, I know that there are a lot of health risks that do go with unresolved stress. And obviously, uh, you know, you just said 85% of all deaths have some stress component related to it. Um, so, I know yeah. on your – go ahead. If you're in a room with 100 people, look around. 85 of those folks are going to die from a stress-related illness. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 – for me, that is why I am on this mission, if you will, that I am literally obsessed with helping people understand why they need to do something about stress, to reduce their stress, not just so yeah. they perform at higher levels and can be more successful and make more money, which is one of the things that I coach sales organizations on, but because it's going to, they're going to have a healthier life and they're going to live longer. Mm. So there are a lot of uh, medical conditions that are directly related to stress as from what I'm hearing you saying. Would you say that cancer, for example, has its roots in some element of stress? Absolutely. Uh, actually, there's scientific research studies that show that it contributes to heart disease, to hypertension, to um, uh, diabetes, to uh, cancer, to obesity, uh, to you name the autoimmune disease, it contributes to all the autoimmune diseases. So stress is indeed a silent killer, and whether it takes uh, you know, a lead-in time of uh, five years or, or mm -hmm. 50 years, it's, it's pretty amazing. And, you know, if from a so let me ask this. Okay. You want go me ahead. to go ahead? Yeah, from, yeah, a go business ahead. Stand, from a business standpoint, you know, the World Health Organization says that uh, stress – causes or cost American business between $200 billion and $300 billion a year in lost productivity, in medical costs, uh, in, unre, uh, uh, in premature uh, turnover, unwanted turnover. In all of those areas, it, it totally sets the corporation up to perform at lower levels, and it costs mm. the American economy about $300 billion a year. Now, wow. yes or no, you tell me, does it sound like we could do something about stress and we could have people be happier and healthier that they would probably perform at higher levels and that if they were in a sales organization, for instance, that they would be able to do their job better? If they there you go. We'll tell you what, we'll finish this uh, topic on, our, on the other side. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. Don't go away.
the mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get ready for resources, tools, and support to help you build a successful business and live an awesome life. It's the Women's Business Success Show with your host, founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each show will feature a special guest interview. Tara will bring you highly successful entrepreneurs sharing their stories of success. You'll hear about the challenges they faced along their journey together with the advice they have to help you achieve more. You'll also hear from various personal and business development experts sharing tips, solutions, and strategies that you can easily implement into your business and life for amazing results. For more on Tara and her show, check out her website, aofwe.com. Then join us for the Women's Business Success Show with your host, the founder of the Association of Women Entrepreneurs, Tara McHugh. Thursdays at 11 a.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you the kind of parent who just wants their kids to live the life of their dreams? Well, grab your kids and join How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James. It's a lively interview and call-in show, Thursday, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. This dynamic mother and son team are on a mission. They want to empower kids to dream big and go after those dreams with gusto. They want to fill the world with kid entrepreneurs. Are your kids ready for success? Don't miss their fun annex, lively guests, and discussions. For more on Ann and Jack and their show, check out their website, howtoraisemillionaire.com. Then join the conversation of lively interviews and call-ins, and let's give our kids the tools and encouragements they need to build a future they can bank on, no matter what the economy throws their way. It's How to Raise a Millionaire Radio with Ann Morgan James and Jack James, Thursdays, 6 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Petrie. He is a, a specialist in the field of alphabetics and is also a stress management expert. And in the last segment, we talked about what stress is and how stress is the source of so many of our problems in life. They affect our relationships. They reflect, uh, affect our careers. They affect our finances. They affect our health most of all. In fact, 85% of all deaths tend to have a very huge stress-related component to it, as John said in the last segment, which leads me to ask something that I find to be completely fascinating. Let's say that you are in a family where there is a genetic disposition for cancer or for uh, heart problems that runs in the family. Is it simply that it runs in the family, or do you think it's because people in the same families tend to relate to stress differently because they see that example all the way through their lives. What do you think of that? Uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm a big supporter of uh, Bruce Lipton's work. Uh, he has a book in, uh, called Biology of Beliefs and How Your Beliefs Create Your Biology and even uh, then how the predisposition of nature, your environment, your programs, how you, you 
how you were brought up in every aspect uh, has a bigger effect on whether those genetic uh, predispositions are turned on or not. Because what happens at a cellular level is that there's communication going on uh, between the outside of the cell to the inside of the cell. And that communication and those pathways, the thing, the single thing that causes miscommunication at a cellular level is stress. And so if you have a predisposition in your DNA for cancer or heart disease and the environment that you are in is very stressful, then the chances of you uh, manifesting whatever that predisposition of the disease is is far greater than if you learn how to take care of stress. So there was a, a couple doctors in the 1990s, I believe, who got the Nobel Peace Prize in medicine talking about that all disease was the result of miscommunication at a cellular level uh, with a very ephemeral... Uh, 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 I'm, I'm losing a word here. This is what happens when I get to be 64 years old, Brian. I'm sorry. <laughs> and so what happens is the communication is interrupted uh, and so it's a miscommunication that occurs. So if you think about this at a cellular level or at your body level, your health level, or at a relationship level with your spouse or your friends or family, or in a work environment, the communication, or in a world environment, nation to nation, all of our distress, all of our challenges comes from misunderstandings and miscommunication. And stress is the biggest problem it causes a misunderstanding and miscommunication. So I wholeheartedly believe that just because you're predisposed to something doesn't mean you have to get it, but you do have to learn how to do something about stress and to uh, do the right things, that's for sure. Absolutely. And while we're on that topic, you just alluded to the fact that there are things that you can do. So let's, let's make this very practical for those listening because I think that might be one reason why a lot of people are still listening to this call because so many of us experience stress every single day for whatever reasons. What are some things we can do to manage that? I mean, eliminating stress can be very difficult to do, but we can certainly manage it, correct? Well, we can learn, we can learn to do things that will reduce stress. I, I don't like the term management because then it just seems like you're moving it around. And okay. so, you know, stress reduction techniques and, and, uh, or mastery techniques for, for stress is you're, it's something that you're always striving to do better and to reduce, uh, to learn how to reduce stress more and more as opposed to ever being able to master it because there's always going to be uh, stress in your life. I mean, 85% of our, our subconscious programs are in place by the time we're seven or eight years old. And so when we're stressed out, we revert back to these old programs of not being good enough, smart enough, worthy, all those kinds of things. And now we got a seven or eight year old angry guy, angry kid running the show. And so one of the simplest things that we can do, if you could think back, if you've ever seen an infant, a baby breathe, Brian, is they take belly breaths. And when we're stressed out, we take these shallow little breaths in the upper part of our lungs, which is the smallest part of our lungs. So one of the easiest things that we can do, and we can do it anytime, anywhere, it doesn't cost us anything to do. We don't have to go to the gym. We don't have to hike. We don't have to use any apparatus. All we have to do is learn how to take a deep breath. Mm. And so what I teach people is uh, the three-part the yogic breath, which starts in the belly, is that you're going to expand your belly when you breathe in and just take a, 
a nice slow deep breath and the best thing you can do really in, in this example would be to take a deep breath in through your nose fill up your belly and when that's full use your diaphragm to bring it up into your lungs and you find out you can take even more breath in as you fill up the upper part of your lungs and then there's even what they call clavicle breathing that you can breathe in up into your shoulders and that that three-part yogic breath has actually been shown to help maintain calcium in your bones which for women is very very important because they're predisposed to uh, osteoporosis Mm. So you take that deep breath in, fill up the belly, take it up into your upper lungs, and then even up into your shoulders. That was all one breath. I didn't exhale. And then you yeah. just blow it out. <sighs> now, the first time you do that, Brian, you might want to be sitting down because if you haven't taken the deep breath in a while, you're going to get lightheaded because you haven't yeah. had that much oxygen in your brain. <laughs> do you recommend breathing out slow or fast or vary it? Well, there, there, there's different uh, protocols for different breathing. There's, you know, fire breaths. There's alternate nostril breathing, which is great for stress and pain reduction. But for and then blow it out. It's one of the best things you could do. If if people just did ten deep breaths a couple times a day, their stress levels would be reduced substantially. There was, there was a study done that showed that when people sit down at work in front of a computer, turn the computer on, that the stress hormones in their, in their blood are increased by 40% within five minutes. Wow. What wow. if every hour you just took a couple deep breaths? Would that be simple enough? Who can't breathe? I mean, yeah, exactly. Think about it. You can go without food for you know weeks or months. You can go without water for days or weeks. But how long can you go without breath, Brian? Not very long. A couple minutes at yeah. the most. You know? <laughs> breath is the key to life. You just got to breathe it in. But we breathe in so shallowly, especially when we're in a stress state. One of the fastest ways to reduce stress is to take a deep breath. Wow. That's great. What else can you tell us? Well, uh, there's one of the things that... Uh, I have learned by one of my mentors is there's a, a called let it go technique where you just rub your thumb and your first uh, your pointing finger and middle finger together just the tips of the fingers from a reflexology standpoint the tips of your fingers actually help the uh, brain to reduce endorphins and other neurotransmitters so you know that's the feel good <laughs> you, you feel better when that happens so just rubbing your your fingers together. Now, if we're in a stress state, if we sit there and we focus that whatever we're upset about, that angry, that frustration, that fear, whatever we're upset about, and we rub our thumb and our first two fingers together, and we can increase the tension so that we're focusing that feeling right on our fingertips, and then we take a deep breath and we hold it, and when we can't hold our breath anymore, we're focused on that feeling of anger, resentment, whatever, and then we just throw it away. We just let it go and we breathe out at the same time. So we're rubbing our fingers together. We take that deep breath. We can't hold it any longer. And then we blow it out and we just let it go. We give it to God is one of uh, uh, the church uh, bishops that I've taught that to told me. He says, you just give it to God. So basically you're throwing it away, just throwing throwing it out of your life. Exactly. And they've actually done uh, testing that measures the amount of energy that comes out of your fingers when you do that and the amount uh, with uh, 
different tests to show that the stress hormones are reduced in your body by doing that. Wow, that's fascinating. One of the simplest things I've come across in the last several months is a technology called LifeWave. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not, but it's a wireless, wearable technology. It's about the size of a little circular Band-Aid, about an inch and a half, and it signals the body to do different things, whether that's to... uh, reduce weight, have more energy, sleep better, uh, reduce pain, or reduce stress. And that's the key, just by putting this little patch on, like a Band-Aid, on one of the acupuncture points, that it actually reduces the stress hormones in the body within 10 minutes, taking you out of that sympathetic stress state into a parasympathetic balance state. It's a wonderful technology. I recommend it to all my clients. That's awesome. Well, we've got a couple minutes before our next break. Uh, is there anything else that you can tell us in terms of, um, you know, uh, maybe one more technique? Uh, well, you, you know, exercise is just uh, amazing. And uh, doing exercise, moving the body with deep breathing is uh, one of the key things. And whether that's just uh, bending over, taking a deep breath and raising your arms up to the sky uh, or you know you're out there actually doing a workout routine that getting to deep breathing does so many beneficial things for you moves lymph through it fluid gets rid of toxins and reduces stress so wow. exercise in whatever form whether that's just walking is is uh-huh. it's fine yeah that's great well let me just ask you something else we've got maybe about a minute or so before the break i mean we've talked about alphabetics earlier in the show um, is this considered to be a preventative wellness thing? Uh, sure. Although most people kind of see me when they're in acute situation of pain, usually back pain, uh, mm-hmm. neck pain, things like that. Okay. Is this covered by insurance? Yeah, it is not, but it's almost ridiculously affordable. Uh, individual sessions are just $30. I have a, a monthly program that you can see me like two, three times a, a week if you wanted to. It's just $100. There's a family program as well. So I try and make it like a co-payment that it's a, very inexpensive. Mm. But after the first session where we go through some testing and education, it's only like a, a 10 to 15-minute deal. So it's really quick. That's fantastic. And we are coming up on our final break. And uh, please stay with us. I am talking with John Petrie, uh, stress, stress management facilitator. And we will talk about more issues relating to stress and the work that John is doing right after the next break. Stay with us. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio, and we'll be back with more right after these on the Rockstar Radio Network. Are you fascinated by the stories behind the stories, the people behind their masks, the truth about people's failures and redemptions in both their business and personal lives? Then Off the Record Secrets of with host Judy Schreiner is for you. It's people's secrets that make them interesting, but very few folks are willing to reveal them unless they trust that their information will be treated with accuracy, fairness, and respect. 
People have been entrusting their secrets to longtime business journalist Judy Schreiner for the last 25 years. And now she's bringing her expertise and impressive contact list to Rockstar Radio Network. Tune in and call in as host Judy Schreiner talks to guests off the record as they reveal new secrets each Tuesday at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Kirk Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswald is the creator of the Rockstar System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDoeswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Doeswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Tugginet.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio on the Rockstar Radio Network. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is John Petrie, and we've been talking about how to handle stress and what to do about it, what causes it, how we can work with it. And John, you've written a book, and I want to dedicate part of this last segment to letting you talk about the book and what you're planning on doing and what started it. What what brought you to a place where you decided to write a book? Okay, great. I, I appreciate the opportunity to share that, Brian. Is that uh... I used to be a really angry, unhappy guy. In fact, growing up, I didn't even know what happiness was. Uh, my mom uh, never got over my sister's death. Uh, she died of polio when I was two. She was just 11. And, and uh, my mom literally was the poster child to show you what happens when you worry all the time and you're stressed out. Of course, back there, they just called it nerves, and people had nervous breakdowns and things like that. Then my first wife, she passed away at age 35 uh, after 14 years uh, addiction to prescription medications. She actually overdosed on prescription medications. And so, truly, uh, Brian, I was really an angry, unhappy guy. And it wasn't until about eight years later when I met my wife, Belinda, that she uh, dragged me kicking and screaming into a more spiritual approach to life uh, that I realized that I didn't have to be that angry guy. And so the book is really about that journey, that uh, transformation, and it's called Transforming My Inner A-Hole, An Angry Guy's uh, Journey to Happiness. And it's about the things that I did along the way that work for me and that I work with with my clients, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's individuals or uh, organizations, to help them better handle uh, their stress and Mm -hmm. to perform at higher levels and literally to be happier and healthier. So I'm going to, yeah. So I am going to be speaking actually at the Arizona Holistic Chamber of Commerce. They call it a sampler platter event. There will be uh, three different speakers on uh, Saturday, August 18th, from 
8.30 until 12 on Saturday morning is that Chaparral Suites. And uh, it's like $29 for one person, $39 for two. It's pretty affordable. And there'll be great information, and it'll be, be about how to get rid of the clutter in your life, whether that's physical clutter in organization skills. Uh, one, one of the speakers will be speaking about that, or whether it's the mental-emotional clutter, uh, the gremlins in your brain, that, yeah. which I'll be addressing. You know, I, I, I really find it very interesting that you address the issue of clutter because I don't know if you've ever read a book by Jack Canfield called The Success Principles. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read that? I'm, I'm familiar with it. Well, there's one chapter in that book where he talks about finishing your incompletes, whether it's cleaning your room, whether it's revisiting a situation that you've left unresolved. Those kinds of things are very freeing. Yes. Absolutely. When it's left undone, then it becomes harder and harder to take care of it because you then create this whole story about everything that it means, whether it means that or not. So if if you you know hadn't connected with your father and you wanted your relationship with your father to be better, the longer and longer you go without working that out, the harder it is because the more things that get in the way of it. I had a client once. His name was Bob. He said that he wanted his his uh, relationship with his father to be healed before his dad passed away. He was chronically ill, and I said, "Yeah." And what prevents that from happening? He says, "Well, my father will never change." And I said, Bob, uh, who's the only one, after I asked him this question 50 times and he gave me the same answer, that his father would never change. I said, Bob, if you want to heal the relationship with your father and your father won't change, who's the other one you have control over in this whole relationship? And finally, it was like a light bulb went off in his head and he said, why, it's me. And I said, exactly. So if you only have control of you and you want the relationship to be healed, then who has to take the action and heal it? And he said, I do. And it's that kind of thing, that type of empowerment thing, that we create these whole stories about things that happened in our life that just aren't true. It's just a perception. And our perception creates our reality, and our reality creates our biology, and then we end up in that downward spiral, and we end up sick and die prematurely. And it doesn't have to be that way. No, it sure doesn't. Let me just ask a, a, a very interesting question. Do you find, because the whole, dealing with the whole issue of leaving things undone, do you find that procrastinators tend to experience and deal with stress differently from those who aren't? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they have an excuse for everything. I, I used to be a terrible procrastinator. I would put everything off. And one of the things that happens, and this is, this is one of the things that I learned as an angry guy in, in moving through my transformation uh, to, to being happier is that one of the reasons people procrastinate is so that they don't have to be held accountable for doing it wrong. Mm. Say because, that again. That's really profound. Well, if if you if you procrastinate and you don't do it, then you can't be accountable for if it doesn't work out, if it's mm. done wrong. So it's it it is really in a total avoidance behavior that makes you not take responsibility for your actions or for outcomes. And you can say, wow. well, it's my fault. I didn't do that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, I just cannot get over how profound that is because it's so true. When you don't take action, you uh, alleviate yourself from the responsibility of whatever result ha- that happens to be. And if you're expecting the result to not be good anyway, then you aren't going to want to do the thing. 
exactly. So one of the things I found, and then wow, that's awesome. There, there's uh, uh, on Stress Management Scottsdale, I think, is is where you would find the list. There's about ten things that you can do uh, to help reduce stress, and uh, one of the things is is about doing things, even if you don't want to doing them, finding a way. Uh, Finding a way to do it from a place of happiness and joy and through choice. So, like, if I had to go somewhere, it was a business obligation, and I had to go there, and I didn't want to go there. And if I go there not wanting to, what happens is that I am never going to get a good result. When I do something out of duty, obligation, or guilt, it makes me feel like a, just an old dog, and I never get the result that I want. So if, even if I have to do it, if I can find a way to do it and, and through choice saying, okay, I totally get this is something that I need to do, have to do, should do. This is the result I'm looking for. And also I'm doing it because, you know what, the end result is what I, I'm, I want, and this is just a step along the way. So this is just a, a stepping stone. It's not a stumbling block. And so if I can find a way to do it out of choice, then I open up the door of possibility to get a better outcome. Wow. That's great. That's great. Do you find, is this, is this the first book that you've written then? Or are you planning on writing more books after this? Well, I got a, a companion workbook that goes with it called the, the Angry Guys 21 Day Guide to Happiness. I've written an a ebook on uh, seven simple, not so secret uh, stress reduction solutions. It's an ebook. And you know, you can email me if you like information about any of those things, Brian, uh, or your listeners. Uh, John at vitalimagewellness.com. So it's John at vitalimagewellness.com. And uh, my website is vitalimagewellness. I sh I'll have my angryguybooks.com website up in a few days here. That book will be out by the 1st of, of August. And so, uh, yeah, I, I believe one of my clients, a lot of my clients are women who have angry guys in their life. And so they, one of my clients said to me, he says, you speak angry guy, tell me what my husband hears when I tell him this. And it was really pretty amazing and said, yeah, I do speak angry guy. I like totally get that, <laughs> that, that wow. angry guys hear things differently, but it's, it's not just angry guys, it's stressed out guys. And mm. it's not just guys, it's gals as well. So we as a people, when we are stressed out, our glass becomes half empty instead of half full. It's like yeah. putting on a pair of negative glasses, and that's how we see the world. And yeah. the in-the-moment stress reduction techniques that I share with people, the coaching that I do, the hands-on alphabetic work that I do to interrupt the stress response, to balance the brain, balance the body, that is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. It's helping people get back at a strong baseline so that they can perform at a higher level and be happier and healthier in their relationships, in their work, at home, and whatever they want to do in their life. Wow. I, I tell you what, sometimes in life when we go through stuff, it's not pleasant. But if you do like you've done, write a book, coach, help people, talk to people who are going through something similar, it almost makes the whole journey worth it, doesn't it? Well, you know, it, it took I, I thought about this book for about 10 years and uh, I worked with a writing coach. Her name was Lynn Pierce. You can find her on the Internet. And she was just wonderful. But she, it, her main job was to convince me that I had something worth saying to other people that might help angry guys and stressed out people before they hurt themselves or somebody else. Yeah. And 
And that's really the ultimate downward spiral of a stressed out, angry guy is that he hurts himself or someone else. And, and I think there, I was just going to say, I think there's also an issue of asking yourself, how vulnerable are you willing to be in order to help someone who's going something through something really similar? Yes. And, and for me, the, the, the whole reason for me of having gone through that is so that I can help other guys. Exactly. I mean, it, you know, at age 35, I had an eight-month-old, I had a 12-year-old, and I had a wife laying dead on the floor. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't know what I was going to do, how I was going to do it, but for the next 10 years, I was just one angry SOB, and I was not fun to be around. And wow. one day it was like, you know, my, my wife, Valinda, she said to me, she said, you know, either you're going to get do something about that or you're going to get out I'm not going to do this anymore. Right. And so angry guys have to reach a point where the pain to stay the same or what they're going to lose if they stay the same is greater than uh, the pain to change. And for me, it was when I realized that I had a choice that I could make and I could take small steps along the way, mm -hmm. uh, it, it just was like someone opened the door and I breathed in a breath of fresh air that I didn't have to be this angry guy anymore. And if you want to, if your listeners would like to know that story, you know, my book will be out shortly, and I'd love to share it with them. Great. We've got just a few seconds left. Tell us again how we can get a hold of you. Uh, you can reach me at 480-607-2505. That's my office number. You can email me at john at vitalimagewellness.com. Same website, vitalimagewellness, and angryguybooks.com will be up and running probably within a few days. That's great. Thank you so much, John Petrie, for being my very special guest this week. And we are at the end of the show. Thank you, this, Brian. Uh, this show airs every Monday at 6 You bet. This show airs every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, the podcast will be available within about an hour after the show. It will be available as a free download on iTunes uh, within about an hour after that. Please join us next week for another very special guest and a great show. Take care, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Each week, we'll